to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What is up? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I am actually super excited. Well, I should say actually, because I literally always am, but I'm so excited for today's episode because we are talking about something that is happening to me in real time. And I know so many of you are going to connect with this because so many of my clients are in this season right now, and it's just going to be such an amazing conversation. So before we get into that, if the sound quality is a little off and not as good as usual, it's because I'm currently sitting at our dining room table recording this. Usually I will go, unless I'm in an interview episode, but if I'm doing a solo episode, I go into our storage closet to record because the sound is better. But right now at the time of this recording, we're 18 days out from our wedding, which is definitely playing a part into this podcast episode that we're recording today. But our storage closet is completely filled right now with gifts for our bridal party, stuff that we have to bring to the venue. I mean, it's just a hot mess in there. So I looked at it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to rearrange a ton of stuff. And that is just not something I'm going to spend my time on right now. So we're just sitting at the dining room table. So here we are. Cheers to that. I've got some water next to me. If you're sipping on your lemon water or your miracle worker right now, take a little sip and let's get to it. So the intention of this episode is really to give you a mindset shift and some strategic tools to support you. If right now you're in a more than usual hectic season of life and you desire prioritizing yourself in spite of it, because you know, the reality is we always say like, oh, when things calm down, I'll do X, Y, and Z. I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe that. I don't really think things calm down, but I do believe that we have some seasons that are more hectic than others, depending on what's actually going on in our life. So let me give you a little backstory to tell you why we're having this conversation today. So right now I am definitely in a more than usual hectic season, and I'm in a season of really positive stress, right? It is still stress, but it's positive stress. I, like I just said before, in 18 days, we're getting married. We're going on a honeymoon um, a week after we get married. So there's so many last minute details for wedding planning that happened this close to the wedding. Obviously planning for the honeymoon. I just ran a program activate with my friend, uh, Katie Salton. We talked about it on the podcast. I have new one-on-one clients. I have my mind your hormones method going on. I'm revamping the mind your hormones method and welcoming in new clients to that. Like there's plus just like regular life stuff, right? So there's a lot more going on than usual, but this is positive stress in my life, right? But what happened was yesterday I had a good breakdown, right? I was feeling super overwhelmed. I felt like contracted. I felt like there was just not enough time. I was frazzled. I was frantic. I was super stressed out. I felt so much pressure. I just literally felt like I was a balloon that was ready to pop. Like literally that's what it felt like. And I just felt like everything was happening so quickly and I needed to get so many deadlines done at at one time. It was just really, really intense. So that really was what 
like impact of this episode right now. Because at the end of the day yesterday, after all my calls and stuff, I was like, holy shit. I just like broke down. I just started hysterically crying. I was so overwhelmed. I started venting to Chris. I was just like, oh my God, what is happening? I have so many things going on. And what I did were a few strategic things that helped me move through that because I'm like a full believer of letting that marinate, like let yourself feel it, cry, release it. Crying is a release. Processing our emotions is a release, like acknowledging it and not pushing it to the side and pretending like I wasn't feeling overwhelmed. That isn't going to do anything for me, right? It's just going to continue that overwhelmed feeling. So instead I process it. I cried. I let myself have a little bit of a pity party, but then I I will not sit in that for long anymore. Like I will not let it continue into the next day, especially when there are so many things going on that I actually care about. So I'm going to talk to you about the strategic things that I actually did that really supported me because today I literally feel like a different person. Like I am not even kidding you. It's insane how different I feel in less than 24 hours. And the things that I did are exactly what I'm going to be talking to you about today. So if you were also in a season of positive stress, and when I say positive stress, I mean something like, you know, maybe you have a wedding coming up or you're moving or, um, you were juggling a lot with your kids, end of school year, maybe something's going on in your career, maybe you just got a new promotion or you have to train somebody or, um, I don't know, you're in the process of selling and buying a home or you are leaving your career and you're starting a business, like whatever it is, right? There's so many things going on. Those are positive stressors versus a stress coming from like grief or a breakup or a pandemic or, you know, an illness or something else like that. So that's what I mean when I say positive stress. But no matter what the stress is, it is going to affect our body in the same way if we don't identify the difference between positive and negative stress and we don't do something different to actually support ourselves. And what happens is when we feel overwhelmed and frazzled, like there's not enough time, really stressed, pressured, contracted, all these things that I felt, this translates in our bodies physically. And this translates to us holding on to fat, reducing our progesterone levels, delaying ovulation, putting us in fight or flight mode. Because when we're feeling this stress, no matter what it's from, whether it's from physical, like, um, uh, events and stuff happening in our life or whether it's from overexercising, under eating, you know, not processing our emotions. There's so many different areas of stress that could be coming in in our life. But when we are stressed out, it raises our cortisol level because that's our stress hormone, right? And when this happens and it's chronically raised up from this chronic fight or flight mode that we're in, we're in this sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight mode over and over and over all day, days in a row, and we're in a hectic season like this, it causes us to hold on to fat. That's what happens when our cortisol levels are raised up. And it, which I talk about all the time on this podcast and in my programs, like literally I talk about this probably every single day. When our cortisol levels are raised up, it causes our body to steal progesterone to continue continuously produce more cortisol. Because if our body needs to keep producing cortisol, it doesn't just there's not just an endless amount of cortisol that we could produce in our body. So it needs to use something to produce more of it. And it uses that progesterone to produce more of it, which means we are lowering our progesterone levels. And this is it's causing a spiral because progesterone is a hormone that's created from ovulation, which if you've listened to this before, you could probably repeat the what I'm about to say, but it is a hormone that is produced from ovulation. It helps hold on to and nourish a pregnancy. It supports your thyroid, your metabolism, your hair, your skin, your nails, your stress response, your sleep. It helps uh, prevent osteoporosis, endometrial cancer. It is like uh, heart disease. It's so freaking important. But the hamster roll wheel that it gets us on is when our progesterone levels are decreased from being in so much stress, 
it causes us to not be able to handle the stress that we're under because progesterone actually is like a calming hormone. It helps you better able process, better able to process stress. But when we are so stressed out, it's reducing and we're going on this hamster wheel. Okay. Again, it causes uh, stress like this could cause delayed ovulation, which of course is going to then affect your progesterone levels, especially if you're someone who's trying to conceive and stuff like that. It's going to alter that. And it's just this, it, it translates physically in so many different ways. So that is going to happen no matter what the stress is. If we don't identify the type of stress and we don't learn how to properly support ourselves through it. So I'm going to talk about, let me see, like eight different things that I did to support myself through this. And I think it's really, really, really going to help you. Um, and also we're going to talk about, cause I got, I put a little sticker up on my Instagram stories to ask like, what particular questions do you have around this? So I'm going to get to those at the end as well. Okay. So first what I did was I cried. Like I said, I cried, I let it out. I vented, I processed, I felt the overwhelm and I let it move through my body and out of my body. And I didn't just like, I cried for, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes or so. Like that's usually the marker when you're processing emotions, unless it's something like, you know, really tragic about 10 minutes of a good cry. And you're like, all right, like I got that out. And doesn't mean you're gonna feel amazing after, but you allow it to move through and release it. So number one, if you're feeling that overwhelm, if you don't feel like you to cry. Don't force yourself. But if you do like, let yourself feel what you're feeling instead of pushing it down and brushing it under the rug, because it's still going to be under the rug. You're just pretending that it's not there. So that's number one. Number two is I asked for help. I was talking to my fiance, my team, um, my figured out wedding tasks, my family can help me with. I was just like, what can I outsource? What do I not have to be doing right now? Even if I normally do it and normally it's fine, what can I outsource right now? And so asking for help is huge. Maybe you don't have a partner or you don't have a team or something like that, but do you have a friend that could support you? Do you have a sibling that could support you? Somebody in your family that can help you? Even like little tiny things that they can support you. And it doesn't have to be anything major. It could be the smallest task, but honestly, even the smallest task off my to-do list, I'm like, Oh, amazing. That's so great. Like, for example, we got, um, these little like table numbers for the wedding. It's like a wooden little stick. It's, it has the written word out like one, two, three, four, whatever. And they come wood and I wanted to spray paint them gold. So I was playing on doing that. Cause it takes like, it's really not going to take long, but I was talking to my dad about it. And he's like, Oh, I have to go to home Depot today. Anyway, I'll just pick it up. I'll just come and do it for you. And I was like, amazing. Thank you. Right. Like something so little like that, where it's not going to take me a ton of time, but it's one less thing I have to worry about. Okay. And there's so many other things, the other examples I can give you, but just little things like that. So asking for help and being okay with asking for help. The people in your life want to support you. If they're people that are, that love you in your life, right? Obviously if it's someone who doesn't is it that good of a friend or something like that? Obviously, we're not asking those people, but the close people in your life, they want to support you just like you want to support them. So allow them to help you. So that's number two. Number three, this was huge. I acknowledged the help that I was currently getting, which when you're in a season, I know you might, maybe you specifically are going to connect with this. When you're in a season of feeling super hectic and super overwhelmed, all you're looking at are the things that you need to do. And you're not even looking at all the ways that you are supported because you're feeling like, oh my God, the weight of the world is on me. Everything is on my shoulders. I, how am I going to do all of this? I have I, no one else can help me with this. Like you feel that intensity. But if you take a second and you actually pause and look around and you acknowledge the help that you're currently getting, it is a game changer. So that's exactly what I did. I was like, okay, because sometimes the help that we're getting, we're 
just used to it because it's something that we people have been supporting us in for a long time. So for example, I was looking at ways that Chris was already, Chris is my fiance who was already supporting me. Chris empties the dishwasher all the time. He turns down the bed every night. He takes out the garbage. He vacuums. He tidies up. He keeps me laughing. He keeps things light. Like my team, they keep supporting the back end of the business. My family, my bridesmaids, how are they actually supporting me? Like I was looking at all the ways that I was super, super overwhelmed and I was completely ignoring the ways that I was already being supported. And whatever you focus on is going to grow. So because I was focusing on all the things I had to do, the time I didn't have, how overwhelmed I was, that feeling kept on growing. So I shifted my attention to where I was actually being supported in my life. And it was such a game changer. And I was like, oh my God, wow. Like, and then for a second I felt like bad. I was like, oh my God, I was just like acting like I was getting no support and I'm getting so much support, but I just was not looking at it. So that's number three, acknowledge the help that you're currently getting. And that alone is going to shift what the way that you feel. So cry, let it out. Two, ask for help. Three, acknowledge the help that you're currently getting. Number four is efficiency. When you're in a hectic season, being efficient is really important. But I had a negative belief or I had an unsupportive belief around efficiency for me. So I had to assess the story that I was telling myself about not being efficient because I kept telling myself that I'm just not efficient. I'm not efficient at the tasks that I do. If you're familiar with human design, which is like the energy of your being, I did podcast episodes on this. Um, I interviewed one of the like experts in human design. I'll put that link below in the show notes if you haven't listened to it yet, but I am a manifesting generator and manifesting generator they are not, uh, you know, we're not really great at efficiency. We're really good at bouncing from thing to thing, having all the different ideas, bringing so much energy, and that's our strong suit. So I had to really assess what I was telling myself about efficiency and thinking about how I'm never going to be able to get the things that I need to get done because I'm not super, super efficient at the things that I'm doing. And what I realized was the manifesting generator energy that I have of juggling a bunch of different things and going from thing to thing to thing was actually serving me in this season because I am able to juggle a lot of things. I am able to switch from task to task to task and do all these random different things without feeling super scattered when I, you know, when I am intentional about it and I have a good mindset around it. Because again, I did feel super scattered, but I am going to talk about other ways that I supported myself through that. So I had to assess the story I was telling myself about efficiency and how me not being efficient, I was never going to be able to get any of this done and really hone in on my gifts and my strengths and how this is helping me in this season. And then also being like, okay, how can I be more efficient though? Like, yes, I don't have to tell myself that I'm not efficient. I can't get anything done and I could hone in on my gifts, but I could also be more efficient with stuff. How can I be more efficient with things? So one of the things that I am doing, which is goes to number five is having phone boundaries and on and off times. So when I am on, when I am working, when I'm working on a task, like that is what I'm doing. I'm not simultaneously checking my email. I'm not simultaneously checking my phone, checking in on Voxer, my clients. I'm not simultaneously um, buying something for the wedding while I'm doing one task. Like that is, I am really like, that is honestly what I do all the time. I'm doing seven different things at once. 
But what I really was honing in on is how can I be more efficient? How can I have boundaries with my phone? And how much more time will we have in our day if we have boundaries with our phone? So when I'm working on a task, I am my phone is put away most of the time, not all the time, not perfect at this, but most of the time I am putting it to the side. And now, and again, this is something I'm like not recently starting. I've done this in the past, but in this season, these are the things I decided and that I started doing today after that breakdown yesterday. Okay, so let's take a quick little pause because you know when I find something I'm obsessed with, that I trust, that I use, that makes such an impact in my life, I have to share it with you. So what we're going to be talking about today are supplements that I have been using for, I don't know, a few months now that I am completely obsessed with. My fiance uses them as well, and they're all centered around supporting your gut health, but in a personalized way. And you already know how freaking important your gut health is if you and listening to this podcast for a while, it is the center of our health. It is impossible to have an optimal level of health without nourishing our gut because it's where we expel excess hormones. It's where we absorb nutrients. It's where our immune system lives. It's where 90% of our serotonin is produced. It's it's uh, connected directly to our brain via the vagus nerve. Like It is so freaking crucial. And what's so cool about Gut Personal and why I brought them on the show as a sponsor is they have this quiz that you could take. It takes like five to 10 minutes max where it's asking you a series of questions that is prompting you to specific supplements that are going to support you and your gut needs. And the best part about this is that this is created by functional registered dietitians. So it's not just some random person who wants to make money on supplements. These are people that know gut health, that have been specializing in gut health for years and years and years, that have been in school for so many years for this topic, and they've now created a supplement line. And the founder, she's been on the podcast before. She's also coming on again. Her name is Bridget Carroll. It's women owned, women founded. Like it is so freaking incredible. And this quiz is so comprehensive. But again, it's it's short, but it is the most potent questions that you need to know that the functional registered dietitians need to know to direct you towards what supplements are gonna support whatever's going on in your gut, whether that's bloating, constipation, diarrhea, acid reflux, whether your immune system is down, like whether you're getting rashes all over your body. There's so many different things that could be the cause of gut health, like so many different symptoms. So I would love if you could go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne and take that personalized quiz. It's completely free to take the quiz because I know how much it's going to impact you. And you know, I wouldn't be sharing this if I know it wasn't going to help you. And I'm going to share with you the products that I use and love. And I love seeing you share on Instagram, the products that you have been getting. I've been getting so many messages about how obsessed you are with gut personal. I freaking love it. So my fiance and I both take the booster, the soother, the healer, the miracle worker, and the vitamin D drops. Those are the five that we are taking every single day. So again, go see what's best for you because it might not be the same that what that is for me and my fiance, but go with your partner, with your friends, send this to everybody because it is going to be game changing for you. So again, that's gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. And because you are a listener of the Mind Your Hormones podcast, you get a sweet discount at checkout using code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E. Of course, all this will be in the show notes. Whenever you get your supplements, please tag me on Instagram, DM me with any questions. I love supporting you in this area. And let's get back into today's show. I'm really building in on and off times. When I'm on, when I'm working, when I'm on a call, when I'm working on something in the business, when I'm recreating videos for the Mind Your Hormones Method, when I'm in Vox with my clients, whatever it is, I'm on. But when I'm off, 
I am off. So that means when I go on a walk, I am not checking my phone. I'm not checking my emails. I'm not checking Voxer. I'm not um, talking to my team. I'm not checking Instagram, which I'll do sometimes on a walk. I am not doing that in this season because I need to have on and off times. And that is what's specifically helping me be more efficient. And that also goes for like stopping work at the end of the day um, is something that is definitely difficult, especially if you're a business owner, like you could just continuously keep going, 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 going. So having an end time, obviously sometimes if I have a call that's later than usual, that isn't always possible, but when it is possible, having an, a cutoff time. So how can you set up some more boundaries, whether maybe for you, phone boundaries isn't something that you need to do, but I feel like for most of us, it is. How can you have more phone boundaries? How can you have more on and off time when you are doing what you're doing, be fully in what you're doing. And then when you're off, be fully off because when you're in a hectic time, what I know for me is feeling really present in my off moments and really present in hanging out with Chris and watching a movie or going for a walk or, you know, getting my nails done or something like that. Those like tiny off times when I am actually absorbing it. And when I feel like I'm off, it fills me up. And then I feel so much more prepared to go back to do what I need to do. Even if it's a small amount of time, it doesn't have to be an hour or two like that you're off. It could be 15, 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long amount of time, but when you're on, you're on. When you're off, you're off. Okay. So the next thing that I did and that I'm doing, and this might be a little difficult for some people to um, implement, but I'm especially, this is interesting because a lot of people before their wedding, they're like going to ramp up their workouts. They're, you know, sweating to the wedding, all that bullshit. Like I do not believe in that. I'm slowing down my workouts. I'm slowing down my workouts 18 days from my wedding. Yes, you heard that correctly, but because working out is a stress on the body. Like it is a stress on the body. And because I have so many other stress factors going on right now, I need to reduce my stress load where I can reduce it. So if I was doing more intense workouts, longer workouts, like I love bar, bar is one of my favorite workouts, but those are hour long classes. And right now I'm going to probably do like one or two of those a week max, where usually I'll do like three or four, especially getting closer to the wedding, closer to summer, stuff like that. Or, you know, depending on what phase of my cycle I'm in, but I'm really slowing down my workouts and doing more Pilates focus, like usual yoga focus and making them shorter, like 25, 30 minutes, not from a time perspective, but literally from a reducing the stress load on my body perspective. And I am instead prioritizing walking more, doing longer walks because that is still movement, but it is way less stress on my body. I'm prioritizing my meditation, which I always do, but I am not freaking skipping that. And I'm honestly doing more meditation than less because it is essential for me when I'm in a hectic season. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, but I don't have time to meditate. I'm going to talk about this because this is one of the questions I got. I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to do movement. I don't have time because I'm such a hectic season. Uh, my question back to you is you, you can't not afford to do these things right now because when you do prioritize your meditation, breath work, movement, acupuncture, these are all the things that I am not letting go. I'm not dropping the ball on that this is what's allowing me to be able to handle all the extra stressors in my life. So slowing down your workouts. If you're in a really stressful season, it's not going to be super supportive for you to run for an hour every day or to go to that orange theory class a couple times a week or to do all these things like slow down your workouts. Your body needs to reduce the stressful load. And that's one of the things that I'm doing um, on top of 
prioritizing my meditation, breath work, movement, acupuncture. Like I will not allow myself to skip on those things because health is my number one priority. So the question that comes up is, you know, how do you like, what are the tips of sticking to your routine, putting yourself first, even when you feel like there's no time? And that's, that was one of the questions that I got on Instagram. And again, my answer is you can either allow this hectic season you're in, be your biggest excuse or be your biggest motivator. I'm choosing to allow it to be my biggest motivator because if I don't do these things to support myself, I'm going to burn the F out. I'm going to be so strung out. I'm going to be a miserable person to be around. And the thing is like, yes, I have so many things going on, but I don't want to just do it to get it done and be like, okay, I can't work out because I just got to get this shit done on my to-do list. I want to bring amazing energy to the things that I'm doing. I want to infuse everything I'm doing with awesome energy because what the freak is the point of doing it if you aren't infusing it with good energy and you're not going to have good energy to bring to the things that you have to get done if you're not prioritizing yourself. It's literally impossible. So if you're in hectic season right now, you cannot afford to, to not prioritize yourself. Like it is so freaking important and it's literally going to give you back time because you're going to be more energized. Your head is going to be clear. You're going to support yourself better. It's going to set the tone for the rest of your day. In the morning, I'll wake up and maybe I'll feel that overwhelm of like what is coming the day ahead. After I do my workouts, I always love Melissa Wood Health workouts. That's what I'm really working for, focusing on right now. My meditation, my workouts, I am so ready to go for the day. I feel like a new person. If I didn't do those things, I, I don't even know how I would be surviving right now. So that is my answer to that of how I stick to my routine and putting myself first, even when I feel like there's no time because there's, that's a choice. That is a choice and I'm choosing to use it as a motivator instead of my biggest excuse. So that is the other thing. That was number six. I'm like, what number are we on? That was number six. Number seven is rewiring your brain around what's truly happening and how this season is amazing and how you want to enjoy it. So it's really shifting from overwhelm to gratitude. And that is something that I had to do. I had to look around and be like, I am freaking out right now. I'm acting crazy and frazzled because my business is growing, because I'm getting more clients in, because I'm revamping the Mind Your Hormones method to something that is so freaking amazing and so impactful. Like I can't even deal with it because I'm getting married to the love of my life in 18 days because we're going on a sick honeymoon after that. Like when I say it out loud, it's like, what the fuck? Like seriously, of course it does get stressful, but it's so amazing. Like it's just shifting. And that's what it is. It is your one mindset shift away from changing your whole perspective on it. And you have the power to do that. Nobody else does. You have the power to do that. If there's nothing else you take away from this episode, I want it to be this, that when you rewire your brain and you shift from overwhelm to gratitude, you put the power back into your hands. You completely shift your energy and you completely shift the way that you are thinking and viewing everything. And it creates more spaciousness. And the choice is yours. You can either continue thinking the things that you're thinking and thinking over that overwhelmed feeling and staying in that pattern, that loop going over and over and over in your head, or you could shift yourself out of it. I'm not saying that it's easy, but what's the alternative? Staying in that loop isn't easy either. So really taking the time to shift from overwhelm to gratitude. And this is how I did this. I'm going to ask you a series of questions that I asked myself, and I'm going to tell you strategically how I'm keeping this at the forefront of my brain 
every single day. So if right now you're walking or you're working out, you're getting ready for the day, you're driving and you can't write these down, I'll put them in the show notes, but also come back to this because I really want you to write these down in your journal and journal these out. Okay. Cause this is going to be game changing for you. This is your action step for this podcast episode. Okay. So the first thing I'm just going to rattle off a ton of questions right now. Number one, why are you capable of handling this? Why are you capable of handling this? And you could write it when you're writing it for yourself. Why am I capable of handling this? How is all of this working out for me? How can I make things easier right now? What can I take off my plate? What ball can I drop right now? And how proud would a prior version of me be right now? Like how proud of a prior version of you would actually be right now looking at all the things that you're navigating and all the amazing stressors you have in your life? And how are you freaking killing it right now? Like what are the things that you are just slaying right now? These questions are going to really, really support you because instead of doing affirmations, which we talked about with the interview I did with John Hillstead, these are affirmations. You're, you are um, preparing your brain to answer a question. Whenever you ask your brain a question, it's going to search. Whenever you ask yourself a question, your brain searches for the answer. So asking it in a way that's going to cause you to search for a positive answer is going to support you. Why are you capable of handling this? How is this working out for you? How can you make this easier? What can you take off your plate? How proud would a prior version of you be right now? Like, I really want you to dive into these questions because they are going to be game changing for you. And then after you do that, I wrote new beliefs for the month of June. I was like, okay, I need to write some new beliefs right now for the month of June. I wrote some for my business and I wrote some for my personal life because this is what's going to shift to feeling more expansive because the way that I was feeling was very contracted. I was feeling like there was, wasn't enough. I was in scarcity, lack, fear, like, oh my God, there's not enough time. There's not enough things going on, da, 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 all that stuff. I needed to shift into expansion because that's how I choose to live my life. So these are the um, beliefs that I wrote down for the month of June, and I'm going to read them off to you and you could take what you want, leave what you don't want and create your own. But I'm going to give you examples of the ones that I did. I'll give you a couple from my business and then I'll just give you the rest of them for my personal life. And what I did with these, I wrote them down in my journal. I'll read them at night. I read them in the morning. And then what I decided to do was I recorded a voice note of this. So I can play this every single morning as I'm getting ready. I could play it on my walks because I need these to stay at the forefront of my brain because when you are trying to rewire your brain, hearing it once isn't going to do shit for you. If Especially if you're writing a new belief, it has to be something that you hear on repetition. So here are the ones that I wrote down. Number one, the more present I am in life, the more clients and abundance I attract. And again, if you don't have a business, this might not apply to you, but I'm just going to give you a couple from my business in case you do have one. The more I focus on me, my close circle of people, my current clients, the more clients I'll attract. Let me just pause right here really quick, because if you are a business owner, it's, you know, you are in charge of the money you make, of the clients that you have coming in, of the impact that you make. And when you have so many other things going on, it could be really easy to get into that fear and scarcity mode. Like, oh my God, I don't have as much time to pour into creating content or social media or, you know, figuring out how um, I'm going to find those soulmate clients. Like, no, that is not going to serve you. So uh, it's really important to rewrite those beliefs. So I had so many other ones for this, um, but I just wanted to give you a couple of those. 
So then we have, um, I am more than capable of handling everything thrown my way. I have so much space to do it all with ease. That was a huge one for me. I have so much space to do it all with ease. I am open to seeing simpler ways that will yield even better results. My health is my number one priority. I am open to receiving more opportunities for growth, wealth, impact, and expansion. I trust myself. I know I'll get done what truly needs to be done. I'm so proud of all that I'm navigating. I'm so grateful for the fullness of my life. I'm worthy of all the blessings in my life and all the blessings that are on their way to me. I trust, I release, I let go. Now, like hearing these, like I feel so much better. Literally just reading those out loud again. I'm like, oh yes. Like that is what That is what my highest self believes. That is what I know I need to rewire my brain around to make sure that I am supporting myself in this hectic season and I am not telling myself a shitty story of I don't have enough time, X, Y, and Z, right? This is a story that I'm now telling myself and it is your one decision away, your one mindset shift away from shifting how you think and how you feel about a certain situation. So I invite you to do this. Take whatever beliefs you want from me, write them down, record a voice note, make your own beliefs or what makes sense for you in the season of life that you're in right now, because it is so valuable to do this for you. And I know that sometimes, you know, a feeling of guilt could come up depending, especially if you're a mom or something of, you know, resting during a crazy busy season, um, because you're like, Oh my God, how, how, how am I going to stop when I have a hundred million things to do right now? And you know, what I really want you to think about is if you don't stop, are you really completing the things that you need to get done in the way that you want to get it done? Or are you just forcing yourself to do it and not even bringing the energy that you want to, to it? And what example are you showing others if you don't rest, right? Cause we're an example to every single person around us, whether you're showcasing your life on social media, whether you are a parent, whether you are a spouse, whether you have family members around you, your friends, your coworkers, like you are an example to other people. So what example do you want to set? So it could get difficult if you're just like, you know, feeling that guilt because you want to rest during a crazy busy season, but you're worthy of resting. You're worthy of stopping. It's not like you're going to take a whole day off. Maybe you will, maybe you can, but if you don't stop, what is that going to look like? Like, how are you going to be able to carry out the tasks that you have on your plate right now in with the way and the energy that you want to do it if you don't give yourself space? Like, honestly, I, it's not, it's selfish to not give yourself that space because you're then not bringing your best self to whatever situation you're in right now. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I really just, felt such a huge difference after doing these things. And this doesn't take a long time, right? Like I know this episode took a long time, kind of long time, but it really doesn't take that long to shift your mindset, to write these beliefs, to acknowledge the help that you're currently getting, to cry for 10 minutes, to ask for help, to have set up some more boundaries, to figure out how you can reduce the stress load on your body. Like it doesn't take that long. This whole like breakdown thing started at like, I don't know, 7 PM last night. And I woke up today feeling like a new woman. So it doesn't take that much time, but it is so worth it. So I hope this impacted you. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast and you love this 
this podcast and you're listening to it every week, please subscribe to it. It lets the, first of all, it is really helpful to get the podcast out to other people and put it in the search pages so other people can hear this message and spread this, you know, awareness far and wide. But it also lets you know when podcast episodes drop, the new ones are always there on, in your podcast Apple app. I don't know how it works for Spotify. If you could subscribe, I think you can. Yeah, you totally can. So anyway, if you haven't already done that, I would love if you could subscribe to this because I love you and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for you helping me spread this message, whether it's by subscribing and helping the search engine or it's you sharing it on social media or you're sending it to a friend. Like It means the absolute world to me. I'm so grateful for you. I hope that you have a different mindset shift going into whatever hectic season that you're in right now and know that you can handle it. You are capable and you are one mindset shift away from changing it all. I hope you enjoy doing these journal prompts and answering these questions and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.